1: Hi there, and welcome back to Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. I'm Christine Carlson. So let's go ahead and take our golden pause, sit comfortably in a chair with your hands on your lap and your feet on the ground, or sit cross legged in the same position and shoulders back, heart open, head upright. And let's just begin to breathe together. Breathe in through your nose. And as you do so, allow your chest and your belly to fully expand, taking in the maximum amount of oxygen that you can. And as you exhale, let your body go. Let your arms relax, your shoulders relax, your hands get heavy on your lap. Just let everything go. This time as you breathe in, breathe in sunlight pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being, all the way to the top of your head and to the tips of your fingers and your toes. And as you exhale, just let go. This time as you breathe in, breathe in love, pure love all the way to your heart, to the center of your being, through your core, your whole body, and just breathe in love. And as you exhale, let go of fear, any fear you feel, any tension, just let it go. This time, as you breathe in, place your hand on your heart, opening your heart, activating your heart. And think of something or someone that you feel incredibly grateful for. Or it could be this moment, this moment that you're taking for yourself right now, this golden pause. And just pause there and breathe in that gratitude, filling your heart with pure gratitude. As you exhale, open your eyes. So I'm going to talk about um, negative self-talk because I think this is probably one of the most profound inner practices that we can become aware of. Um, it probably is the one thing that sometimes we don't feel we have control over, but we really do. But it takes a tremendous amount of awareness, true awareness, to begin to see and um, hear that voice in your head and i i say it's the voice of the ego generally that's sabotaging our happiness it's sabotaging our relationships it's sabotaging a lot of the goodness of our lives sometimes so it really um, is super helpful when you can begin to tune in to when you are feeling super negative now I think our moods are a really good indicator, and it's one of the principles um, in Richard's book. You can be happy no matter what. It's one of the principles that we talk about throughout all the don'ts. What the small stuff book series is, how our moods can indicate um, what our thinking is up to, and and what our negative self talk. When we're having those moments of negative self talk, we can become acutely aware by just taking. Um, notice of what kind of mood we're in. Have you ever noticed that you're not talking negatively when, to yourself when you're in a high mood? In fact, you're not really thinking about much of anything at all, are you? You're just really experiencing the good feeling, the natural good feeling of being in a high mood. Um, but we tend to be deep in thought when we're in negative self-talk, very deep in thought we can't seem to make a break for it we're all caught up on something and this could be that you know this happens a lot when people are in change and transition and big pivot turns in their lives um, sometimes we think that we can think our way out of things and oftentimes it's really it creates this dark cloud over your head of expectation and fear and dread and Then you begin this negative self-talk that just just goes on and on like, oh, I'm never going to find what I need. Oh, I'm not good enough. I won't get that. I'm I'm so terrified that I'm not going to be able to make a shift or a change. All of these kinds of statements, these I am statements that you make to yourself are on some level a self-fulfilling prophecy. And so the only way to really... um, allow that dark cloud to pass and create like an opening for inspiration to come through is to be super aware and also be super aware that you can change the way you talk to yourself. You really can, but you have to believe that you can. And you have to sometimes be your own cheerleader that stands on the sideline and says, okay, you're going down this path, look where you're going. Do you wanna go hit your head against that wall? Nope, you don't wanna go hit your head against that wall. So let's take a, a step back. Let's stop and just sit still for a moment. Let's breathe into that golden pause. Let's allow that dark cloud to dissipate and pass. Now, as you do that, you can begin to be a little more gentle with yourself and a little more inquisitive about why you feel this way and, and how, you know, maybe the deeper inquiry is how can I let go of the fear or lean into the fear that I'm feeling that's creating all this negative self-talk, that my ego is using this fear to put this dark cloud over me and, and I need to um, notice that, and I need to lean into those places that I feel most afraid to go. I need to lean into those places I feel most afraid to go. And that takes a lot of courage, doesn't it? It really does. It takes a tremendous amount of aware, awareness, and it takes courage. And if you do drop into the present moment and begin to be much more present in your life, much more engaged in your life, that's a place where ego really doesn't survive. So being really present um, and being present in your body, present in your breath, and allowing that negativity to pass without engaging too deeply in it is really the key. It's like not having a thought that's negative and then jumping on that bandwagon. So here's a great um, metaphor. Have you ever seen those Ferris wheels that have the little cars on them? And as the Ferris wheel goes around, we could say that each little car is a thought that you have. They're all connected, aren't they, on the on the Ferris wheel? But as the car comes around and you're standing in line and you have the thought, you you purely, as you're aware, you have the choice whether you get in that car or not and allow that car to take you on that Ferris wheel round and round. That's where your choice point is, is noticing that you have one negative thought, that's all. And then just simply backing off um, with your engagement with that thought process and allowing some peace to come, allowing space for something else to come through. Does that make sense? I hope that makes a lot of sense for you. that really is the process. That is the practice is purely noticing. And let's face it, you know, the truth is we're wired negativi- negativi- negatively, negatively, excuse me. <laughs> we're wired negatively. I, I was speaking with somebody. Um, I was just being um a speaker, a guest speaker, and doing a bunch of retreat leading at the Otesa Summit. I don't know if you've seen that on my mailing list, but super fun. But anyways, I was speaking to a woman, and she was talking about how her 13-year-old daughter was super negative. And I said, well, here's the thing. I mean, as human beings, we're actually wired really negatively, unfortunately for us. Our DNA hasn't caught up to the times. I once was listening to Dr. Joan Borisenko, and she was talking about this very idea that um, in ancient times, you know, we were wired for negativity because we had to think of everything. We just see everything in our world that that could be a predator, that could be a danger to our children and our families. And so our brains got really wired negatively. And, and she said it's a really outdated system. And it is. It's an outdated system. It's an archaic system that doesn't work for us any longer because our survival isn't dependent any longer on having to find that one berry that could kill our children or that one predator that could, you know, get in our camp and and wipe us out. So, so we're not wired. We don't need to be wired that way any longer, but we are. And unfortunately, with our thousands and thousands of thoughts that we have every single day, um, many of them are negative. Over half of our thoughts are negative until we start to rewire our brain to be more positive. And that's why... You know, these golden pauses that you can take, um, the act of noticing and shifting um, your thought process, um, those are the ways that we rewire our brain to do um, do it right for us now, like to create a more positive effervescent attitude in life. And research shows that happy people and engaged people have you know better work experiences? They get more raises at work. Um, we just we draw and attract more of the good stuff in our life when we're a happy, positive person. But there's work to do. There's inner work to do. And you know, please don't feel like this is so huge. This happens every small change that you make will pay great dividends to you this way. So every shift that you make, every moment that you choose something different for yourself, then that's how you um, make for a happier life. That's how you deal with your negative self-talk. That's how we say no more negative self-talk. Okay. Um, One last example for you that I'm going to give you as a personal example. So I know I've talked a lot about this because it's just where I am, but um, in my past, I've really struggled with body image and I think every time I've seen a photograph of myself, um, you know, from when I like older to younger, I I look at it and I go, I can't believe I thought I was overweight at all. I mean, it's always been in my mind that I always need to lose five pounds. Well, now at, you know, 53, I'm, I'm really dealing with, um, my body image again. And what's happening as my body pads up a little bit, you know, and Recently, I was doing a meditation and I realized that I was having a lot of negative self-talk around it. And, and I think these things, these themes in our lives, they are there because we are wired that way. And it's just, I, you know, and I'm like, I was saying to myself, geez, I'm just tired of this wiring. I'm just tired of having this same conversation with myself. So lately When I've been standing um, in the mirror and I'm noticing, you know, I'm the same figure. I'm just a little bit more curvy and just a little stronger looking, actually. I just don't look a wispy anymore. And I'm trying to really notice that, wow, this is really, it's it's beautiful. I'm trying to tell myself that it's okay and I'm working with that, you know. So when I become self-critical or I jump on the scale and I see a number I don't like, I jump off and I say, it's okay because I'm strong, I'm healthy, and I need to love my body the way it is. I need to look in the mirror and say, Chris, you're still beautiful. It's okay. Yeah, you're, you have a different body now, but maybe this is the body that's meant to carry you into this next chapter of life. Love this body for being healthy and strong. So that's the last I'm going to say about negative self-talk today, um, but I'm hoping that You've received what you need to in this and you realize that you're not alone. We all struggle with negative self-talk. It's it's kind of just a part of being human because we all struggle with our egos and our egos have this way of just grabbing us any vulnerable place that um, that it can. So lean into those fears, listen, become aware, Um Really just stop and sit still and breathe and be present when you notice that you're being um, more more negative, when you have more negative self-talk. That's the way to rewire your brain and create more positivity in your life. Don't sweat the small stuff. Live the big stuff. Come back again and listen, please. Thanks. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff with Christine Carlson. Chris invites you to join her for the brand new What Now? program, a six-week offering carefully designed to take you on your own unique journey through life-altering transition and lead you to self-discovery and your most vibrant life. Receive access to powerful audio teachings, an in-depth workbook, and deeply valuable insights on passion and joy from a beloved teacher. Visit ChristineCarlson.com to learn more about how you can be part of the What Now program.